The opinions expressed on this program may be considered offensive, crude, or politically incorrect. They are merely those of the speakers and not of the affiliates and or sponsors. Welcome to the 85th episode of Multiple Perspectives, a podcast where we take a look at controversial issues from many points of view. Coming up this week, personal finance and saving money. I'm your host, Kay, and joining me as always is the cat whisperer, Joe. Hello, everyone. Cat whisperer. Uh, well, you've seen Dog Whisperer, haven't you, with Caesar Milan? Is that the show called uh, Dog Whisperer? Yes. That is the dog. Yes, I He doesn't have, yes, whisper. You know, he, he... It's like the ghost whisperer. You don't whisper. He could talk to dogs. Is that what you're saying? Well, no. He he has the control over dogs. Hmm. As you do with cats. <laughs> How do, I, a cat... I have never seen a cat inside. You've never seen a cat. I've seen cats. Okay. <laughs> a lot of cats. How many? How many? And, uh, I don't know, more than one? Or just one? There's a lot of cats. There's a lot of cats in the neighborhood, man. Okay. You've never seen a cat inside what? My This house. How would you? Never. Never entered this house. Okay. Yeah. But there's everyone. There's a lot in the neighborhood. Now, are these stray cats or are these neighborhood cats? They are neighborhood cats. And I seen a house with a, you know, a crazy cat lady. Okay. And how many cats does she have? It's too much to count, man. I think the floor is just litter. Her front yard is just litter. You know, the cat litter? That's how I feel. <laughs> huh. It smells like cat. What, what do cats smell like? Dude, you, you haven't smelled their... No, I, I know what they smell like. I just want you to to describe it somehow. It's a musky type of smell. Is it like Axe like, body spray? No, it's worse than Axe body spray. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Axe body spray that deteriorated with a banana inside of the... That's very descriptive. That is extremely descriptive. And extremely gross if you, if you want to that way. But what do cats and... What do cats have to do with this week's topic? They They fight a lot. Right? Cats fight a lot about what? Money. Money. You've seen two cats fight about money. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people fight about money. Okay. And uh, cats, I don't think they have any money, man. I don't know, man. There is a cat currency out there. <laughs> Sorry, feline currency. Fishbone. <laughs> Fishbone. Tried to get a fishbone for that sack of uh, potatoes. <laughs> Here we are, man, just humanizing cats. What cats have their own personalities? What does our show come to? Just talk about animals. this episode sponsored by PETA <laughs> and the Animal Liberation Front. Oh man! <laughs> All right, yeah, this episode's about money. Money's a big thing for people our age, uh, older people. Money's a big thing for everything. It, 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 have you ever heard a person say, I have I have way too much money? <laughs> you ever heard that? No. No, never. 
Do you think you'll ever hear that? Uh, maybe someone from the government who's running said, I got way too much money. I got to give it away. Okay. Just to get votes. Huh. Have you ever heard anyone say, you know what? I think I've got enough money for me. I think so. Really? Like, oh, I have enough. Or like, actually not enough. Have enough. I mean, they say they make enough. Okay. Not have enough. Okay. So that'd be good enough for whatever they earned. Uh, it'd be able to continue their lifestyle. All right. Well, money is very important to our peers. Um, and I would say for ourselves, not speaking on your behalf, but uh, let's head to financialsamurai.com. And this seems to be a, a website uh, that uh, gives you money tips, uh, financial wealth management tips, things like that. I personally don't spend time reading about this stuff because it all boils down to being a big commercial, just like this article. What's this one a commercial for? You know what? Let's not even talk about that part because then we're talking about the product. But boil it down, this thing's just trying to sell you something at the end. Other than that, though, great, great information. What, what did you think about the tips and the discussion in this article here? Yeah, I like, uh, like the, the idea, the overall hang idea that there's really no point in life of making a lot living. of money. Yeah, there's no point. And not really living. There's no point in life. <laughs> is that is that what you're saying? Period. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Nothing has a point. Life is meaningless. Wow. Unless you join our cult, and then you'll become one of the chosen ones. But all right. So yeah, I see. It paints a scenario here, and we'll come back to your thought in a second here. You are a 35-year-old professional making a uh, quarter million dollars a year and, you know, you're short from being the top 1%, but you live kind of in the dumps. You live in a shitty apartment, uh, you drive a crappy car, and you do all that because you're trying to save money. Can you relate to that initial scenario? I can't relate to the numbers, but I can relate to the car. Okay. So, it's talking about you, basically. Yeah, I mean, um, I could buy a car that's much fancier than the caravan that I'm driving. Much better, good looking, better air conditioning. But I'm doing this to save money. Okay. All right. But, you know, it brings me A to B. But am I really living my life according to some people? According to me, no. The, the vehicle you drive is very important to me. Not because you want to look fancy or anything, but I'll come back to that point later once we get to it. Uh, you had a thought before I went into questioning here? Was it? No, I was just I was about to reiterate what I said earlier was I like this idea of what's the point of making money if you don't spend it. I also like that a lot. Um, do you think you live by it? No. Do you think I live by it? Uh, I think you do, actually. Yeah, compared to you, <laughs> I think I am a big spender. Um, what I don't like is not just limiting yourself. You know, I don't splurge. I don't go out and buy mm -hmm. lobster dinner every night and buy a Mercedes. I don't do that. That's that's to me is just splurging. Being in debt or being close to in debt is, is the line you have to... Uh, Try not to cross. 
you know, there's always balance, just like everything else in life. And to me, if I don't enjoy some of the money now and save it all for later, what happens if I get hit by a bus tomorrow? Yeah, you don't get to spend it. Right. So There's no point. A lot of people see that and then they think, oh, you know what? I got to max out my credit cards and buy that Mercedes I always wanted. That's not how you handle it. That's not how you handle it. No, no. Uh, But then a lot of people hear that. You know, a lot of people think about this and they just put 99% of their paycheck away for for retirement, which they may never see. Um, And that worries me a lot. But where are you on this spectrum? Are you the go out and buy Mercedes or are you a uh, save 100% of your paycheck guy? I don't save 100% of my paycheck. Um, Most of it goes to cocaine and heroin? No. (laughs) Hey, man, those are vegan, aren't they? (laughs) I don't know, man. But in terms of money, because this idea of retirement is something new to me. You know? Okay. I mean, I heard about it before. I don't have any family members that I retired. We're all still working. I have coworkers who have retired, but I know that at one point I'm going to be old and I guess once you retired, whatever you saved up is what you have left since you don't have a job. Well, uh, here, here's, I think there's a big, big misconception about uh, retirement. A lot of people think that when you hit 65, you retire and that's it. You don't do anything else. You just wake up and go fishing every day. Of course, if you're living that lifestyle, you're going to need the money. And a lot of people who actually retire continue working. Uh, which I don't see myself ever not working. So this whole, you know, uh, save for retirement, save to do nothing one day, isn't really relevant to me. Don't you think so? Uh, okay. Because I, if I still but, have a steady flow of income coming in, why do I need to save all my money now so that there's a passive flow coming in when I already have an active uh, one in the future? But uh, the argument is that what if I, you know, Lose my limbs, or what if I get paralyzed? And what's going to happen? Mm. It's, uh, I, I guess, in retirement, is that telling the government, "Hey, I'm done. Let me collect my my pensions. Let me collect my reward. Let me collect my reward for not mer- for for living a meaningful life. Let me collect my reward." Oh, Let me collect my reward by working hours and, and go ahead and tax it before you give it to me too. <laughs> I feel like it's sad for me. Life? Why is it? Well, life <laughs> is a little bit sad, man. <laughs> but you know, like I work hours and hours at work, and you know, you're either left with a paycheck unless you get paid good. You know, you got a lot of stuff to spend or. You work hours in the end and you decide you have to sacrifice between whether you're going to spend the money now or later. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot to think about. So, I like how the article goes into different uh, concepts and it actually is very well written in my opinion. Um, there's one section called hoarding like a tornado is coming. It says there's a fine line between being smart with your finances and being overly frugal. What does it mean to you being overly frugal? It's like, uh, I mean, we, you talked about it to me before. Like, say you go to a restaurant and you wanted, uh, like, for example, uh, a bean burrito or a big burrito with all the stuff in it. 
but because you're super frugal, it's like even the thing that you want, you're not gonna buy. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just gonna order a side of uh, potato wedges with some ketchup instead of getting a burrito. That's overly frugal. You say this like you've done this. Oh yeah, I have actually. Okay, I regret it all the time. It's like, man, I should have ordered what I want. Exactly. Right. And it waits another five dollars. Is that gonna hurt your bank account? No. So it talks about it goes back to the car thing, which we'll get into. Let's say you've always wanted to buy that secondhand luxury car. In this case, it's a Porsche in your thirties, and you've got the money for it, but you just don't buy it because you're saving for retirement. So you get that Toyota Corolla from nineteen ninety five. That makes a noise every time you turn it on. Uh, and then 10 years in, you have that car. Now you're in your 40s, and it's just it's too late now to buy a car like that. Um, and you don't even want it anymore. Is that, to you, sad? Oh, it is sad, man. Why are we waiting until we're like 65 plus to live life? That's because the government told us to. <laughs> yeah. I think it actually is 67 for men now or something like that. It? Yeah, it's uh, different for men and women, which really speaks on the equality between genders in this nation. Why is it different? I don't know. That's another episode. Next thing, comfortable shelter. Um, this one's not too relatable to us. Maybe it's going to be relatable for you in the near future here. Um, you're living in a shitty apartment. You can afford better, but you don't because you're saving for retirement. Man, you got to enjoy the nice things now. I used to be like... Uh, I got to be saving up all them dollars. But then, you know, you see, you check your account and you see the money. But what, what's the point of living in a crappy apartment? Well, this, if you could live much this better. This one's not too relatable to where we live because, honestly, there's not much of a choice. Um, unless you're making I mean, a quarter million a year. Yeah, unless you're making a lot of money this place. It's going to be a tight lifestyle anyways. All right, here, here, here's one. Uh, vacations. Uh, this one talks about instead of flying off to Greece and whatnot, you're just going to not take a vacation because you want to save for retirement. You're going to take a staycation. No, yeah, or you just don't even take your vacation so you can cash it out at the end of the year. Yeah, man. <laughs> It, um, I'm telling you, in the very beginning of my professional career, I was more of a let's save up, save up, oh, save yeah, up, save up, sure, save up. Sure, I saw that too. Yeah. And I was like, that guy's going to die a very unhappy man. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm more like, you know, let's just spend some money. And then now you're Live, just man. balling in money, aren't you? I'm just yeah. balling. I'm just withdrawing, withdrawing, withdrawing. <laughs> All right. Let it out, let yeah, it out. To move on. Life is finite. That's one of my favorite things in the world um, to say. Not even just to money. I see people living life way too fast. Um, just, they're always in a hurry, you know. Got to beat this traffic. Got to swerve in and out. Got to eat this meal real fast. Life is too short to live it too fast. Mm. Now we've become a yeah. spiritual talk radio show. <laughs> a lot of people are going to die with too much money. That's that's part of the article that I was reading. It's like, wow. 
Does anybody ever spend all their money? I don't know. I by don't the know. time they die? Yeah, if you knew when you were going to so. die, I would just spend it down to the last dollar and leave like a penny in my account. <laughs> <laughs> I don't might as well. Why? Why? So I don't get penalized for having a zero account balance with my <laughs> bank. They'll tax you, man. Right. Yeah. They'll, they'll tax you they'll, half a cent. They'll penalize you somehow. Um, here's the balance that the article states. Max out your 401, uh, 401k, your IRA, your Roth, whatever, and then save, you know, whatever percentage of your income that you deem is worthy. And then after that, just live life. Just live life. What do you think? What do you think about that? I actually like the, the tip. How many, how many people in our peer group are living by that um, tip, living by that lifestyle? No, I don't think that much. Okay. Maybe some are. I'm not really sure, actually. I'm really trying to, but I think I'm I'm weeding more a little to the side where I'm spending too much. But that's okay, because uh-huh. to me, I, I've, I've, I had a buddy say this to me, is that you can always make more money, but you can never make more time. Correct, correct. And what are we doing here by recording these podcasts? We are... Wasting time. <laughs> See, yeah, are, are we wasting time by recording these podcasts? Or are we just killing ourselves? <laughs> no, we're not. Because, no. because we're educating ourselves somehow. Well, we're, we would like to tell ourselves that. And then, you know, the article comes down to the commercial. Hey, if you want to save your money, check out this product here that uh, paid us to <laughs> put this section in. <laughs> All right. Let, boil it down. Balance, uh, save your money, don't save it all, spend your money, don't spend it all. Hmm. <laughs> it's very simple. Yeah. It's very simple. Okay, why why do you save money? Is it for, I save is money because I'm afraid. Is it for that big fairytale wedding you always wanted? No. Are you sure? Because I'm, I'm afraid to be Married. old and frail and I don't have enough money. Okay. And I'll be, uh, I'll be alone. Alone in what sense? Physically or emotionally or both? Or both. Say if I were old and, you know, everyone else passed away and... If I died, you've died a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm dead, you've been murdered a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be working at a pretty tough job. While I'm old, so that I can survive. No, man. Okay. So, I mean, are you are you planning to save for retirement to the point where you don't have to work? A lot of people want that. A lot of people think that you know they've been working so hard since age five to age forty that then once they hit fifty, they want to just cut back, do nothing, and get paid. Well, I'm to the point where you know I don't have to work a full time. I can just do part time. Exactly, and something you enjoy as well. Yeah, yeah, something. Of course, it's going to be something I enjoy. Because I don't think I can ever see myself wake up every single day and not have to go to work, not have to finish tasks. I don't even know what to do, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's very difficult. I'd probably be bored. I would be bored as well. Um, but that's that's the dream for a lot of people. They just spend their days traveling. Um, they just spend their days longboarding. I don't know. That's what people are age to, right? Or is Cruising. longboarding not cool anymore? No, I'm not really yeah, sure. It was very cool when we were in college, um, which is why we weren't cool, because we didn't longboard. No. 
Great. So, it, what what changes are you going to implement to to after you've read this article? Well, I like the idea of like you put away whatever you need to put away, save, and then the rest you spend. Okay. And to you, uh, this is twenty percent, which is seems to be you know the kind of average universal percentage that people like to save. I'm maybe, you know, 15, 18% at this point. I'd like to push it to maybe even 25. That's a good number. Um, what percentage is good for you? To save? Yes. I mean, is that separate from the Roth and the retirement? Yep. Uh, don't say, well, don't say 90. Know. I'm going to slap you if you say 90. No, I'm not going to say 90. 99? Uh, yeah, I say 20, 20, 25. Yeah, to- I think 20 is good. 25 is better. Um, but but if, if you save that money, what's it going to be used for? That is going to be used for a down payment for a house in the future or something like that. Oh, you know, okay, okay. An investment of some sort. Because mm-hmm. to make money, you need to spend money. Yes. Yes, man. Right, exactly. I don't even have a savings account. That's uh, well, you know what? You can open up one with Chase because they make the best savings accounts. <laughs> <laughs> That's our commercial. No, we're not, not Chase. Any bank, credit union, whatever, um, coffee can in your cupboard. But you can't withdraw from that account, though. Coffee can? Yeah. No, from a savings account. You, well, you, you, you can, can always penalized. withdraw from a coffee can account. <laughs> I have a shoebox. You do? Okay. All right, great. Next time I'm over, I'm looking for a shoebox. <laughs> You can withdraw from a savings account. It depends on the bank. It depends on if there's a penalty or anything like that. Um, I don't put too much away in terms of the savings account itself, but there is money being saved. Trust me. It may not look like it, but there is money being saved on my end. Hmm. I can't say 20%, but (laughs) some of it's being saved. Um, before we wrap up the segment here, why don't we talk about the opposite end here, the people who don't save anything. Um, you see those people often? Uh, I mean, I could guess. Yeah. I mean, among our age group, do you see those people around? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, now, are they? do they have the money somehow? Are they in debt? How does it work? I'm not sure. I feel like, the, I feel like they're in debt. Okay. That's what I would guess. Maybe they're just they're trust debt. fund babies. Or they are actually rich and we just don't know. Well, to you, what is rich? We don't have to work. Th- that to you is rich? That's how I see it. Yeah. Okay. Then I don't want to be rich, Joe. Because that's wrong. Yeah. I don't want to be rich. Not to work. I don't want to be rich. All right. Let's uh, let's cut to our first break here. And uh, when we get back, you've got an article that's kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum here. A little bit. Um... We'll go into that, and we'll talk more about how dumb the millennial group is. You're listening to MP.
do people save money? Is saving money even necessary? Why can't we just spend it all? Do you have any techniques? Well, my technique here is to do away with money. You know, go back to trading. Um, hey, you got five cows, I'd trade you two potatoes for That That's hard to convert, man. Well, money is already hard to convert, money, man. Money is a conversion of all those hours. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, before we go into that, take a look at the picture they chose for this article. What do you What do you think about those expressions on those men's faces? Looks like they're like watching a party or something. You ever made that expression before? Probably. Okay. With uh, if those who are listening, it's a uh, expression of people's you know mouth. They're open. Isn't that one of the Jonas Brothers? I think it is, man. I was just testing you. I don't know. Now I know that you're a Disney fan. So let's move along. Okay, let's move along. <laughs> well, it's coming from uh, Market Watch and uh, an opinion session titled Seven Real Ways. Real Ways. To, so there's fake yeah. ways yeah, for no. millennials <laughs> to save money. <laughs> Not by brown bagging and skipping Starbucks by Ben Carlson. Wait, wait, wait here's the thing. It, it's... It talks about not skipping Starbucks and then it mentions skipping Starbucks. Oh, yeah, of course, it's the intro. It seems that young people get blamed for everything these days, right? And it's saying that 54% of people in our age group eat out at least three times per week. Okay, let's let's talk about that one first. I think it's very relatable. Um, I'm certainly in that 54%. Are you? I am. Okay, what, what does it mean eating out? Does that mean going to a restaurant or does that just mean not cooking your own food? I think it goes out to a restaurant and, you know, ordering food. Yeah, to, to, me per, to me personally, if the, the alternative or the polar opposite of doing that for lunch at work is that you got a meal prep every Sunday, every Saturday, whatnot. Yeah. And the time it takes you to cook those meals and meal prep them, plus the cost of the stuff you're buying is almost identical to driving to the Burger King or the whatever restaurant nearby and getting food. Um, because I've actually thought about it. You know, buying a lunch cost me $10, but if I'm making salmon and pasta or something and then freezing it, it's $40 for four portions. It's the same thing. Plus, I got to spend the time to make it. Mm-hmm. Unless you're just eating beans and rice, man. Beans and rice. And now that's no way to live. No, it's not. Is the is the is the argument there? Think back to your other article. You know, is it really worth it to save ten dollars a week by meal prepping, even though you wasted all that time cooking? Mm-hmm. And on top of that, you're going to be eating the same dish for the whole week, unless you cook other things. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about you, but every time I cook and freeze something, I don't ever want to touch that thing again. Why? Because it just, it, you know, you think, oh, can I go get like a fish and chips or something during lunch or should I just eat this frozen thing I got? <laughs> you know, it's just not, it's not appetizing anymore at that point. Let's move on to the next one. It's saying that millennials, 30% of millennials say we buy coffee at least three times a week. I do not. I'm not in that either. We have coffee at the office. I don't even drink it. Um, who the hell goes to Starbucks five days a week? I don't know. I guess some kids do. I don't. Mostly college kids, to be honest, because most of the time when we were in college, 
there were people who were walking around with coffee cups every day. But they never finished the cup, man. Yeah, that's the other thing. 51% typically go to a bar at least once a week. I'm not in that. I am not in that. You're lying. I'm not. You, you don't go to like a vegan bar? <laughs> I go to the monkey bars, man. Yeah, that's a free gym right there. I can't, I'm not going to argue with it that. It is a free gym. Except if you get the police call on you for being on a child's playground, that might be bad. Yeah, of course that's bad, but... Um, so, it, it, here's the thing. Um, if you just stop buying coffee every day or bring uh, lunch to work, you'll be a millionaire in 250 years. I like that. Perfect. I love that. If you're doing the small things, you're going to be rich in... You're going to be rich by the time you're 280. <laughs> um, what do you think about those little vices? What is your vice? My vice will probably be... Cocaine? No. No. Heroin? No. no. Organic cigarettes? Just buying like desserts and stuff. Okay. What vegan desserts are there out there? I ordered ice cream. Vegan ice what cream. Is, what, what is vegan? It, oh, it's making you sleepy? Talking about vegan oh, ice I'm cream? I'm sorry, man. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ate I, so much I, it makes me sleepy. I can tell you. Oh, you ate? Okay. All right. So you're indulging already, which is against this article. <laughs> well, uh, all this small stuff, I used to think like, hey, man. Sometimes I could save up on these small things. Like, oh, I'm not going to buy this little, I don't know, gum, for example. Yeah, okay. Great. You don't do that, but then at the end of the month, hey, this jacket is $60. I saved up $60 for not buying a stick of gum 80 times that week. Mm -hmm. I'm going to buy this jacket. Hmm. However, one small thing I do agree with never buying, can you guess what it is? What? Lottery tickets. I don't. I don't. That is probably the dumbest thing to buy. Imagine if you bought it every day. Yeah. And some people do. Some people do. Here, here, here's what you do when you're buying a lottery ticket. Hey, here's a dollar. Don't ever give it back to me. <laughs> <laughs> might as well just give it to somebody you know. Yeah. Might as well just give it to a homeless guy who needs it. Probably does. So Yeah. You give it to a homeless guy, guess what he's going to buy with it? Another lot of ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's um, give you a list of uh, the seven things that Carlson is talking about. This uh, first one is to live like a college student for a few years. All right, w w these are big ticket. These are in response to the big ticket things in your life. Um, you know, not thinking about the small stuff like lunch and coffee. So, so this one here is about housing. Well, it's saying keep your lifestyle similar to, I guess, college life because you're broke most of the time. Oh, right. And if you have a way of staying away from debt, do so. And don't spend too much money. And don't buy too much clothes from this section of the article. Okay. Do you live by this? I kind of do. I ain't no lavish. Are you are you really living like a college kid? No, because I'm not on college campus. I'm not uh, studying anything right now. 
that's kind of weird to me because if you live like a college student, you're actually spending a good amount of money on a dorm in books See, and a useless education. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I feel like sometimes if you're in school, you spend more money. Actually, exactly. That's that's yeah. I I guess it's just live like a college student in spirit. In spirit. <laughs> yeah, in spirit. That's Next one. Uh, skip the starter home. What does that mean? Well, I think it's saying is like you don't need to buy a house right away. Okay. Do you think a lot of people are in our age group are rushing to buy homes because uh, you know movies and TV have told them that after you graduate school, you get married and you buy a home. Yeah, I think uh, some of them are trying to buy a home. Others, man, it's too expensive to even live in a house, so they just move in together. Renting. What What is the American dream to you? Hmm. Has it become the American nightmare? Nah, not a nightmare. Just a it's an unpleasant dream. Sometimes you've just defined a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> it's the American real life. You know, back in the day, American dream is you graduate school and you buy a home, you settle down. Yeah, sure. Back when homes were like $104,000 for a nice single house with four bedrooms. Um, for people in our peer group, in the millennial peer group, especially around here, buying a home is no longer an option. I mean, unless you actually do save up or move somewhere far. Yeah, that's the thing. This area, it's all very specific to this area. Um, you want to live comfortably with a home and a mortgage and a good down payment? Marry somebody who makes the equivalent salary to you, which needs to be a quarter million a year. Yeah, I think it's all relative and ratio-wise. Like, people's income is increasing, but also the uh, cost of living is increasing. Yeah, well, back in the day, you could buy a home with a sack of potatoes. Yeah, you could. So let's it'd, move it'd on. Be a, it'd be a hut, but it's still a home. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to the next one. Skip the new car. A new car? No, is I can't do that. That that one's a no-go for me. <laughs> <laughs> and you personally know why. Um, I think that you don't. you shouldn't do everything on the list, you know? Like the other article says, some of them just let loose. And to me, the vehicle thing is the one I let loose on. Um, but it's a good point. Don't buy a new car because as soon as you drive it off a lot, there goes 20% of your in investment. Um, it says if you can't save money, you have no business buying a new vehicle. Great. Fine. That, that works for me. What is your new car in your life? What is my new car? Yeah, it, no, no, no. Like I, I've got the car thing that I can't, I just can't skip on. You've got to have something that you just can't skip on. Is it love? <laughs> love. Yes. <laughs> you'll, you'll spend as much as you need to on love. Love. <laughs> the love doctor. What is it? What is your car? You know? Oh, it got to be good food or something like that, you know? Okay. Uh, I feel like. It has to be vegan, of course. Yeah, but I feel like, you know, if it's something that I haven't ate before, I, I don't mind spending money and eating it. That's such a small amount of dollars compared to my <laughs> stuff that I feel so bad. <laughs> you're right, man. Please uh, tell me you're buying like a thousand of the, of the uh, meals. 
Uh, okay, how about flights? Plane tickets, kind of. Oh, you won't skimp on flights? Oh, no, no, I try to save as much money as I can. To buy flights? Yeah. Flights for, you just take random flights? You just take random flights around the world. Hey, hey, where where's this plane headed? Oh, uh, Paris, Texas? I'll take it. <laughs> Is it like that? No, no, not like that. No, I don't really have a, like, a, I got to have this. I can live pretty bare bones and pretty minimally. I don't know, man. You can't live with that companionship. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot. You cannot. You cannot. <laughs> I'll buy you a soccer ball, okay? And you can put a bloody handprint on it. <laughs> I thought it was a volleyball, man. Is it a volleyball? Or I don't know. Yeah, I'll buy you a volleyball. You can put a bloody handprint on it. Let's move on to the next one. Uh, focus on your fixed cost. So it's saying it's similar to their previous article where, you know, you focus on fixed costs, you pay that stuff out, and then the remaining of the money you spend. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It talks about the 50-30-20 rule as well. That 20% you save, 50 for fixed, 30 on um, entertainment and all that stuff. Uh, call it leisure. 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 Yes, leisure. 50-30-20 rule. I don't really follow it. Maybe I'll go 40, 45, 15. <laughs> it's ne- it, here's the thing. It's never constant, of course. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Not- is yours like that or is it more like 50, Not- zero, 50? 98.11. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is 98? Is that your student debt? <laughs> Well, actually, you've just paid it off. Yes, I've been debt free for longer, longer than ten months. Okay, it's great. There, there's actually a recovery group for this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my name's Joe, and I, I I'm a recovering debt uh, victim. <laughs> yeah, debt victim. Last, last uh, tip is to. Uh, Actually, no, the last tip is very dumb. This is the second last tip. Oh, second last tip. So, no, I see there's more. So, this one's automate. Sure. Oh, actually, okay. This is the third to last tip. The second to last tip yeah. is the dumb one. Yeah, so, automate makes sense. Okay. Make everything automatic. And the next one is... Wait, wait, wait. Go back to the automate thing. I, I don't trust computers enough to, for them to, 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 to do my finances. <laughs> So I'm not because every time I, I I tell my bank account or my credit card to pay this on this date, I check on it and it didn't pay. Mm. There's a conspiracy in that situation itself. You know, they yeah. they want you to think you're paying it, and then but in reality, they say you're late on your not, you're late on your yeah. Bill. Next thing you know, you're late on your payment. <laughs> exactly. You know, let's move on to the next one, which is uh, next tip to how to save money is. Make more money. <laughs> that one's just, I, I don't get it. it. You know, this doesn't make sense. Become an indispensable to your employer. And once they realize they can't function without you, then that's when you negotiate a higher salary. People hate having that conversation, but eventually you'll make more money if you're worth it. Yeah, that's that's about three steps removed from, you know, the first initial, initial action there. Mm-hmm. Become good. Get a raise. There's five steps in between those two steps. It almost reminds me of um, back when we had standardized testing in in public school. Mm-hmm. 
all the teachers would say, you know, hey, do good on these, even though you don't get graded, because if you do good, our schools will get the best scores, and then our neighborhood will get the best, uh, you know, neighborhood ratings and whatnot, and your parents will make more money, and then they can buy you better gifts on Christmas. That's why you want me to try hard <laughs> on these standardized testing. So that thing. the school can get money. Yes. Hmm. It's pretty irrelevant, but that's what it reminds me of. Five steps to get to what you really want to. Invest in yourself. Have superior connections. Uh, focus on certifications, things like that. All right. Uh, that's great. Yeah. And what's the last tip? Understand yourself. Yeah, of course. Do you understand yourself? Can you say that? No. I'm still trying to figure out what the heck am I doing, man. Yeah. Some uh, people our age like to travel to find ourselves, you know? Mm-hmm. How do you find yourself? How do you find yourself if you don't really exist? <laughs> <laughs> you okay, next week within. next week is about finding yourself. Okay, sure. Finding yourself. Understand yourself. No two people have the same exact situation. We're, we're, we're teasing this, but obviously this, I like this one a lot, actually, is that every situation is different. Yeah. Uh, one person's 10% might be another person's 20%. Oh, yeah. Obviously, that doesn't make any sense, but if you just think about it, um, don't take it literally. Uh, not everyone's going to save the same amount. One person's rich is another person's poor. That one's always the biggest one. Everything is relative. So, where are you more leaning toward? Spend your money or saving your money? I spend my money and I make more money. <laughs> make more money so you can spend more money. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Isn't that the meaning of life? <laughs> <laughs> make more money so you can spend more money on things that would make you temporarily happy to avoid the inevitable sadness of death. And loneliness. And loneliness. Man. Man. <laughs> I, I'm more on okay. If 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 saving and spending equally or whatnot was in the middle, if saving twenty percent and spending the rest was in the middle, I may be uh, a little too little towards the spending money part. I don't know. I just I don't want to die. Okay, and not have spent any money. <laughs> That's, That's the true, worst. man. I'm leaning toward that too now. That's the, yeah, but you used to be like, oh, if I died, that money would benefit someone else in my family. Yeah, and I was like, heck no, man. Yeah, after all, man taxes it <laughs> before like, they can get it. Sure, I'll give some money to my family, but man, I got to spend the money that I work for. Yeah. You know, yeah. I got to buy myself some things, do some things that cost some money. Here's 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 one of my favorite quotes ever. Um, I heard it on TV from a very reputable speaker. Uh, treat yourself. <laughs> I don't know. I heard it on some show on BET, I think. Oh, okay. Treat yourself. You That's yeah. right. No, you, you got to say it with some power, man. Say what? Treat yourself. Yeah, there you go. I live by that. I like that. I like that. But don't go too crazy. Don't go too crazy. Or you end now, up like... End up like what? <laughs> end up like us too. <laughs> Talking to the mic for ourselves. We, hey, this is free press right here, okay? Free press. Uh, we are just, we are speaking to the people. So, uh, obviously, this is a great topic of discussion. I, I see a part two for this in the future. Um, 
before we wrap up here, let's talk again about the people who just really don't give a shit about saving money. There are those people. Um, how come? How come they are like how they are? How do you live like that? I want a Ferrari. Next thing you do is you go and you buy a Ferrari. I don't know. I don't know. I'd be too afraid to do it. Does money equal happiness? No, it doesn't. But what you could do with the money is buy happiness. Can equal happiness. Wait, so money does equal happiness? No. Is money the root of all evil? The lack of money is the root of all evil. What makes you say that? Because when you're thinking about being broke, when you're afraid of money, if you have abundance of money, you know, I feel like you're not going to do any vices. You're going to give it away or do something else with it. If you had a bunch of money, would you give it away? I would give some of it away, not all of it. How much? Ah, 10% maybe. To whom? I don't know, like charities, helping people who need or to help uplift people, to help them pick them up their own feet. Is money going to solve world hunger? No. Is is the lack of world peace caused by money? Uh, maybe. Maybe. These are very insightful questions, man. Stop answering with one-word answers. Uh, <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, remember when we had those, those um, you read a book in school and there's a set of questions and they always say, why is this like this? Explain. Yes. You know, I, I would never know what to write for that explain part. <laughs> <laughs> Why did Billy buy the apple? It's because he was hungry. Explain. Explain. It's because his stomach <laughs> is grumbling. Explain. Oh, I don't I don't miss grade school at all. Um that was back when we had no money. I feel like I was a little bit more happy. <laughs> that a little bit more or a lot more? Uh, or a lot bit more. A little bit. A little bit. Okay. All right. Uh, let's wrap it up here. You win the lottery tomorrow. What do you do besides disappear and never talk to me again? Uh, build an empire. Hire people. Hire a lot of people. Lawyers. Call them cronies. Henchmen. <laughs> <laughs> to protect myself and my family. No, seriously. Is, or, or is that serious? I'm, I'm serious. I would hire people like bodyguards. You would really build an empire with a moat and alligators. No, no, no. <laughs> empire meaning like a business or something. Okay. That's the first thing you do? You would build? Okay. No, I'd be part of it. I would buy a business. I'd probably buy a business or invest in them. But uh, the first thing I would do is buy, hire a lawyer and, you know. Make sure my finances are right. I wouldn't know what to do. I'd be too afraid. Don't you think that money causes fear? Oh, yeah, it does. Having but no money causes paper. fear and having too much money causes fear. But it's just paper. Why do we? Why are we so fearful of paper and digital Because point? this paper can do a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think once we keep asking questions, the questions, yes, ask more questions. There are no answers to this. Um, I think the answer is that's just the way it is. What do you think? That is the answer. It's just the way it is. All right. Uh, when we get back uh, next week or the next one, um, what was the topic? Uh, happiness. 
happiness or find, knowing yourself. No, okay, finding yourself. Finding yourself as a 20-something-year-old in America. That's it for this week's episode of MP. We'll see you next week. See you.